This is In the Know for Friday, June 24, the 175th day of 2022. There are 190 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station 1039. The Moose live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. On Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is In the Know coming up today. We'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Plus, we will have your chance to win with the water cooler question as we launch you into a weekend. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on the end. The No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How are you doing? Okay. That thing we were talking about earlier in the week where we try very hard not to travel on Sundays when you have to go back to work on Monday. Yes. You know, I said I used to didn't care about that, and now it's like, oh, I can't I can't travel on a Sunday. Well, that's been backed up. A new study shows, uh, according to psychiatrists, there's not enough time to prepare for your regular schedule the very next day if you come in on a Sunday. So you must have... For, from a mental health standpoint, you need a buffer day. I totally agree. Buffer days are important. Yes. Can you travel on a Sunday if Monday is a holiday? Will that be okay? Yeah, probably. Because yeah, then you got your buffer day built in, then, don't you? Mm-hmm. That's very good. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and New York City. He's Sam Gormley. And the smarts. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. You having some paste picante sauce? It's, you're required to eat that when you say New York City. New oh, York true? City! I didn't know that. Yeah. Learn something yeah, new every day. And give her a chance. She's going to say... Get a rope. I knew she would say that. <laughs> Sam's never seen that commercial before. I would, uh, no. I would guess he doesn't get the reference. I'm going to make a prediction, Sam, that... If you were to have a perfect day, something like getting up at 8.15 a.m. would be pretty good as far as getting the day started off to being a perfect day. Is that fair? No. Gosh, I've never put that much thought into it. 8.15, like, is kind of a sweet spot. It's not early and it's not late. Uh, I mean, maybe push it back a little bit. Like (laughs) 8.45? Yeah, it might be a little better. So more of an 8.45? Oh, even a 9 o'clock. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. I don't enjoy getting up in okay. the morning. I'm going to predict you'll give five minutes for every year you age. So if you're saying nine now, then I think in you know in a few years you'll just notice that it will have been rolled back a little bit to where. So um, people say the um, that eight fifteen is the ideal time to sleep until if you're looking for a perfect day. Perfect day would include sunny, spring-like forecast. With temperatures reaching 74 degrees. Mm-hmm. I can agree with I that. Can, I can get on board with that. Being able to enjoy three hours outside. A perfect day includes spending four hours with family, three hours with friends, then coming home and hopping on the couch where you would spend three more hours watching television. You'd have a balance of all the things in there. You would have slept that, in. I don't put that much thought Temperature into, would have uh, been okay. Balancing it all. And None of that stuff sounds appealing to you? I don't know. I mean, I just never put that much thought into balancing i don't know okay 
well, balance is important, at least uh, at least I've heard. Um, it's not going to be 74 degrees today, so don't get your hopes up. Uh, in fact, I think we're already beyond 74 degrees. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, I know we are. It's going to be a hot first full weekend of summer and another hot day, but not overly humid today. Make sure and wear sunscreen and protect yourself. Remember to take frequent breaks in the heat, monitor your pets and other people and things that are vulnerable uh, we, I did notice that depending upon how you classify Kentucky, central Kentucky region is now in what is considered a moderate drought level. So we've been most of the month of June without significant amounts of precipitation. We've seen a few occasional downpours, but we haven't had any really long soaking rain in a couple of weeks. And there's not any in the, uh, in the distant forecast. So, uh, my guess is all of Kentucky is in some level, but they've at least designated central Kentucky as a moderate level. So we should see a high of 89 today here locally, mostly clear 66 tonight, partly cloudy and 95 for tomorrow is what you can anticipate. And then I think maybe some rain showers moving in on Sunday afternoon. We to, need it. Uh, we, we definitely need it. Let's, yeah. We need the kind that rains for uh, two or three hours rather than rains for 20 minutes really hard mm-hmm. because that just has a tendency to... Uh, run right off. Some <laughs> national headlines going on today um, that you need to be aware of. The Senate, uh, U.S. Senate, easily approved a bipartisan gun violence bill yesterday that maybe seemed unthinkable a month ago, but it set up a final approval on what would be Congress's most far-reaching response in decades to uh, mass shootings. Fifteen Republicans, including Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, uh, voted with uh, all 50 of the Democratic senators in the House now, in the Senate. It's a $13 billion measure that would toughen background checks for the youngest gun buyers, keep firearms from more domestic violence offenders, help states put in place red flag laws, closes what's called the boyfriend law, uh, the boyfriend loophole. It does not... The biggest takeaway from this, and I and I do think red flag laws are important because there have been so many shootings that you see from people that then they go back and start looking at their social media posts and they talk to their neighbors and they say, well, yeah, they were acting kind of, you know, uh, out of out of sorts the other day. And so if you've got red flag laws that can do something when you observe that behavior, then it might be able to prevent some of these uh, some of these things from those who prove to not be able to uh, exhibit gun ownership responsibly. Most importantly, perhaps, it just shows the ability for Congress to do something because so much inaction over the last years on this and some other issues of gridlock um, is kind of the tone that you get coming out of Congress, in particular the Senate. So they've been able to reach some bipartisan agreement to take some step to do something different. Now, no major changes on like AR ownership, no major changes on uh, high capacity uh, magazines and that that's for a conversation and deliberation and consideration some other day but at least they've sent this forward out of the senate which is the hardest place to get it through now it goes over to the pelosi led house where i presume they will um where they will where they will pass it the worst thing that can happen is they can start to weight it down with things that then it has to go back to the senate where then it you know will cease to exist in its present form and that won't really accomplish anything. The Supreme Court of the United States yesterday made a decision which will challenge some strict gun, stricter gun laws in places like New York City and some uh, the state of California and 
Hawaii, Maryland, Massachusetts, and it really has to do with where you are at liberty to uh, carry a handgun if you're licensed to do so. And now I think what will uh, Clarence Thomas for the majority wrote that that uh, the the protection of the Second Amendment in your Bill of Rights is no greater or less than any of the other rights. There have been some advocates uh, for gun control that had said, well, that that right doesn't that right isn't as weighty as all the other rights. And the Supreme Court said if it's in the Bill of Rights, it's, they all have equal they all have equal weight. What it did allow for is private businesses and other deemed sensitive areas to where you can control whether a person can carry for their own protection or not. And what that's likely to do is the definition of sensitive areas is likely to be twisted and conformed and contorted into something that gives uh, maybe some control that the, the law doesn't allow for. But the other thing... And we are just seeing, I felt like this was coming today as a matter of time, the banner across Fox News now is that Supreme Court reverses Roe v. Wade. And that was the very first thing that I was um, uh, imagining today. I knew that today the final date of the session of the Supreme Court, and it's the only thing they were going to take up that they hadn't. And what this has done is has um, encouraged Law enforcement officers to uh, uh, ramp up protection for uh, churches, for the Supreme Court buildings, governmental buildings, things, because you can imagine where the protests are going to uh, take us over the course of the weekend. But, yeah, I'm just seeing for the first time now, it might have happened in the last few minutes, that the Supreme Court has struck down Roe v. Wade, and obviously that's not the end of the story. A Litchfield man has been arrested after leaving the scene of an accident earlier this week around 4 p.m. Litchfield police officer Missy Skaggs and EMS responded to an accident at uh, Elizabethtown Road at the Thomason Byway. A good Samaritan followed a northbound vehicle on the bypass where it turned onto Brandenburg Road traveling north. This vehicle had been involved in the accident. The hit-and-run driver of 43-year-old Michael Arnold of Litchfield continued on Brandenburg Road, crossed Evely Bridge into Breckenridge County. The police then um, located the vehicle with the assistance of a citizen, parked at a residence just over the Breckenridge County line. This uh, Michael Arnold was arrested and charged with leaving the scene of an accident and non-moving violations. So there's a very good chance without uh, someone taking action and uh, and so following. Way to follow too. It, it was and it shows a commitment to making sure that a person was held responsible for something they were involved in. All right, another big story today that came out middle of yesterday afternoon, and I, we don't have a whole lot of information on this, but. Obviously, it's been uh, being discussed and shared and, and talked about throughout the community. Grayson County Sheriff Norman Chaffins issued a statement yesterday warning of a website which contains nude or partially nude photographs of underage girls and women from Grayson County as well as other areas of Kentucky. You can read the full statement at k105.com. Uh, it refers to an anonymous website that contains these photographs. He goes on to say that this has been reported to the Kentucky State Police Crimes Against Children, and they are currently looking into the site as well. He tells uh, what is a misdemeanor, what is a felony. He encourages parents to use this as a teaching opportunity on proper uh, protocol behavior. 
And so I, I um, gave some consideration to inviting the sheriff on this morning uh, to talk more about this. And, and here, here's why I came up short of that. Not to say that he won't next week or in coming days. But there's a natural when you, when you hear this type of news, you immediately have about a hundred questions, and you immediately wonder, am I impacted in some way, or is someone I know impacted some way? Then there's some level of nosiness that goes along, like, whoa, where 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 is this? And you'll have fun, some people who want to know because they want to know for the wrong reasons, but then you'll have some people that'll say, well. I might be vulnerable, or I might have made a foolish choice at some point in time in in my past. Here's what I would here here's what I would um, here's what I would offer to kind of calm fears if you have fears or concerns about this. I will trust that if you need to know, you do know, or will know shortly. Like I. My my guess is is because this has become aware to officials, helpers, law enforcement agencies, investigators. My guess is that you don't have to go kicking around kicking over rocks to try and figure out whether you or a loved one or a child or a whoever might be involved. So just trust that because it's on the radar of the people that need to know that you either already are aware or will be made aware if you're impacted in some way. And that's about the only guidance that I can give you. As the situation becomes a little more clear in the coming days or there are remedies to the situation, then we certainly follow up with additional information and invite the sheriff or anyone else that's um, involved in this issue to kind of help give some clarity and um, some assurances to the community. Governor Bashir took action yesterday to combat any signs of price gouging at the pump, touting it as a consumer protection measure amid sky-high gas prices, straining Kentuckians' budgets. The governor signed an executive order declaring a state of emergency in response to gas prices hovering close to $5 per gallon. His action activated Kentucky's price gouging laws. With his action, Kentucky consumers can report suspected price gouging at the pump to the state attorney general's office. The governor said every little bit helps in trying to offer relief to consumers reeling from soaring fuel prices. He acknowledged the governor's options are limited in dealing with global economic unrest. And quite a variety, too, depending upon where you are. If you're in Louisville, the price is higher than you might see. I think uh, yesterday, at least portions of Hardin County, it was at 449. Hadn't seen it under 450 saw, in a while. I saw uh, somebody post in Franklin, Kentucky, was uh, down to almost 415. Really, four fifteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, what I'm understanding more when I see maps of where the highest gas prices are, the larger metropolitan areas where they have cleaner air standards, or because they have more smog, always higher. But I believe it's also the further you are from a refinery. Maybe not. You couldn't necessarily draw a straight line and then measure them and go. So it might not be universal. But typically, the closer you are to where gasoline is refined, it's just natural. It costs more money to get it to places further away from the point where it's refined. And so when you just look at the when you look at the map, that kind of bears its way out. But again, not a lot that can be done when we're talking about a publicly a a commodity that is traded on the world stage in a world economy. 
Attorney General Daniel Cameron joined a coalition of 19 attorneys general urging the Department of Justice and U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland to swiftly respond to recent acts of violence and arson against pro-life groups. The letter penned by the Ohio Attorney General called the attacks terroristic threats and acts. The coalition condemned the lack of action by Merrick Garland and the Department of Justice in these instances as intolerable, noting the continued presence of picketers outside the homes of Supreme Court justices who voted in the majority on the draft opinion overturning Roe, even through a federal law prohibits the conduct. Things are only going to get worse in the coming days based upon what we are Uh, seeing this morning coming out of Washington. The company that operated a Kentucky candle factory leveled by a deadly winter tornado plans to ramp up production with a $33 million investment at a nearby plant. The governor's office announced that yesterday. Mayfield Consumer Products LLC, a maker of candles and other home fragrance products, plans to employ more than 500 people full-time in the next five years at its factory in Hickory as it builds back production. The company Uh, plant in Mayfield took a direct hit from the tornado that devastated the town last December. Several workers died at the factory among the 81 people who uh, lost their lives back in December. Now, Governor Bashir touted the economic development. It's kind of in a tough spot here because you kind of have to be a little bit sensitive that OSHA or the equivalent of OSHA had recently issued some citations to this facility that totaled about $21,000 in fines that stem back to December. And then there's a lawsuit involving some of the families of those that lost their lives against this company. I don't know how that will work its way out, but it is at least a little bit murky and sensitive. But when you're the governor, you want to announce the economic opportunity for the community. It's like 500 jobs. Yeah, it's five. I don't know how much it was, but it's going to be 500 when it's finished. And so you want to champion you want to champion the economic development and growth and for a community that needs to get back on its feet. But then clearly there are some murmurs among some people going well, I mean, hey, if they had done things differently, then you know the then this and that and et cetera. So I, I mean, I, I don't know all the particulars, but well, I can still imagine needed if, to rebuild. So I mean, absolutely, yeah, without with, without a doubt, they would they would need to need to do that. NBA draft held last night and continues, I presume, today. Nope. It, no, nope. one night, one night Just only. One night, yeah. Just they do two rounds. It's not like the NFL where they have six rounds and seven. Yeah, yeah. they need well, a lot less players. Yeah, for exactly the, for the NFL. Twelve fits uh, uh, for NBA. the NBA. Shaden Sharp with the number seven pick in the draft going to Portland and Ty Ty Washington going to Houston. What at twenty nine? Yeah, and it's it's weird, and I hate how the NBA does it because he was drafted technically by Memphis. But Memphis traded him to Houston. But even in all of his pictures and everything, he has to wear the Memphis hat, even though he's not playing for Memphis. Gotcha. So he's already been tra- traded to Houston. Correct. And- so he, he is a Houston Rocket. But in, in the picture here, that's why you see him wearing a Grizzly hat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, sh- I, I guess I should care more about the NBA. But frankly, I don't. So we'll just, uh, that's just kind of the way. Well, I, so way does that mean we send your Shade and Sharp jersey back? Uh, yeah. You give it to someone else <laughs> because, yeah, I can. I, I can I can do a monologue on Shaden Sharp. I mean, I'm good for him. Eighteen uh, year old kids. I, I just they're going. He obviously made the right do. decision because he's the for, for number him. six or seventh. Pick. Yeah, yeah, he made the right decision for him. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. I've got Southern comfort running through my veins. 
My mom Today was is Praline's day. And my daddy was a Praline's and cream. I'm the be all right. Praline is a doctored pecan, right? Yeah. It's a pecan, make jazzed up. It's also World UFO Day today. Unidentified flying object. It doesn't mean they're aliens. It just means they're unidentified flying and objects. There's got to be aliens, right? Well, I'm, I mean, if I was over here and I saw something in my periphery uh-huh. that you threw across the room and I uh-huh. didn't know what it was, it would be an unidentified flying object. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I mean, you can have UFOs without having to have aliens. <laughs> National Food Truck Day today. It, tomorrow is Catfish Day. The the farm raised catfish variety or the the fish, mm-hmm. not the not the thing that happens to people online. The TV show. Oh, is that yeah? That's TV show not too. today. Catfish day. Oh, because well, it's I Friday. mean, well, yeah. but I guess it depends on how that works. So it's on the actual day, don't go anywhere near Morgantown today. No, it's not run, usually be running people over. It's not you know, usually at the top of my list of not places. Your, <laughs> not your go to on no. Fridays. Not really uh, any day that ends in a Y. <laughs> Global Beatles Day today. So this is the 55th anniversary of that Beatles worldwide event where they did All You Need Is Love. It was the first ever live global television link. It was broadcast to 26 countries. And it was on the BBC program Our World. And the Beatles performed All You Need Is Love. Wah, 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 wah. And that was 55 years ago today. Color TV Day, uh, that's tomorrow, by the way. The Beatles the, the Beatles thing is tomorrow. Color TV Day is also tomorrow. Sunday is Beautician's Day. Sunday is Chocolate Pudding Day. Chocolate Pudding kind of lost its punch when they lost their spokesperson. Mm. You know, you know who chocolate, trouble. You know who Chocolate Pudding needs to pick up? Kind of a palate cleanser? Shaq. Shaq seems to be the remedy for like everything. Like Shaq endorses anything. Well, but also like Papa John's, you know, like when they had that snafu, mm-hmm. like, oh, we need to put, we need to see. The company is named after the guy that founded it. We don't want people to think of John whenever they think of our brand. <clears throat> Who can we get? I know Shaq. Especially because they can combine his name with pepperoni, you know, the Shaqaroni or right. whatever it is. Right. right. Well, when you say, we need Jello. Jello says we need to get people to forget about Bill Cosby. What can we do? Uh, I know Shaq. See, problem Me. solved. Amazon truck crashes into a home in Little Rock, Arkansas. Well, it's not as bad. It could have happened in one of the other forty-nine states, and it would have been worse. But an Amazon delivery truck went into a home oh. on Point Clear Drive. I believe this is a former dual garage door. Because of the way the lights are hung, uh-huh. you see the garage okay. door to the right. Uh-huh. So it, but it is taken out the garage door <laughs> and above it. Uh, but the vehicle was pulled from the house shortly before four thirty. The truck driver was taken to the hospital in an ambulance, but says the injuries were non-life threatening. So good to hear that they might be okay. There's a different picture where you can see a little wider, okay. kind of what, oh, what yeah. happened, the scope of the, the scope of the picture. But I just wonder did. Did it delay the arrival of anyone's packages? Like, did how did that how did that work out? Did they on those yeah, prime deliveries? Do they uh, still have them I think there? It might have taken three days instead 48 of two hours. All right. So speaking of Amazon, I can't say her name because she will she will speak up. But Amazon's voice assistant 
A-L-E-X-A. Could soon let you speak to the dead. Here, you want me to turn her so she doesn't listen? Nah, it's okay. She does have a mute button on the top of her, doesn't she? Oh, no, that's the other one. There we go. That's the okay. okay. Now, now we can say your name, right. and she won't. So, no, she won't listen to watch us. Alexa. Yeah, she won't listen to us now. Okay, that's good. Okay, All so right. now you can actually talk about it. All right, good. So basically, we just put earmuffs on Alexa. Uh-huh. That's what we did. Uh-huh. All right, earmuffs. earmuffs. <laughs> I love it. I love it too. Amazon's multifaceted AI assistant Alexa may soon be here to help with a cutting edge new feature that will reportedly allow you to speak to quote unquote the dead. Specifically, the digital helper will channel the deceased, developing technology to talk to people in the voice of their dearly departed friends and family like a digital seance. Okay, I don't like the use of the word seance, but I'm not completely closed-minded to the concept. And here's why. Amazon stressed in the announcement that Alexa's deceased cosplay won't eliminate the pain of loss. However, the commerce giant insists it will help loved ones live 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 on in our minds, citing the fact that so many of us have lost someone that we love. Here's the video promo created features a child asking Alexa to have quote Grandma finish reading me The Wizard of Oz, and what they will what they are able to do is. If you just speak to Alexa for less than a minute, and I don't know if it's a particular script, but it memorizes you, and then it can emulate you in the future if you're not present. Now, I can see where some of this would be problematic, and I immediately started going, oh, that's creepy. I don't want that. But there's part of me that thinks that used responsibly, this could be... A, I think it's cool. A welcome thing for lots of people. So here's here's where we'll here's where we'll kind of start. I saw several posts on Sunday, on Father's Day, the people who have lost their dads, who had said, "If I could only hear one more time, or if I could only have one more conversation, or if I could," and I think, well. You know, is I actually helped a friend uh, make my best friend a it was a canvas and it had a saying on it. But in the corner, there was a QR code and we pulled audio. And if you um, use your phone to scan that QR code, you can hear my best friend's grandmother speaking. Say something. Say something. Mm -hmm. It's actually it's very cool. I, by the way, I, I love that idea, and I, I know when you did that, and I know the particulars, and I think it's wonderful. And, and I thought of that when I thought of, of this and the possibility. Um, my concerns, you know, I, I'm the type of person that says, okay, what are the unintended consequences here? It seems like a good idea, but have we, have we thought it through? In a world where deep fakes are already a problem, and people appearing in videos or photographs that they didn't actually, were not actually in, that can can someone use this for in ill ways can someone could you know someone if it becomes like true artificial intelligence where you're actually carrying on a conversation 
you know, limited to a recorded QR code that's an on-demand, you point at it, it plays the same phrase over and over, yes. I can see where that's a comfort, right? That's a way of memorializing and staying connected. But when, you know, I say, to what end? So now we're talking about read me The Wizard of Oz, which would be a wonderful thing, right? What grandchild doesn't want to hear their grandmother or grandfather read them a story? Mm-hmm. But where will that end up? And when when do we get to the line where we go, ooh, that's too far? You know, we don't. So I don't know. I don't know the answers to that. But I think it's a really interesting consideration. I like it. And I can see where it could run afoul. But, I mean, everything seems to eventually run afoul. You can't. Well. I mean, People turn good into bad all the time. So you got good actors and bad actors, mm-hmm. no matter where you mm-hmm. go and no matter what. Uh, no in a lot of ways, I mean, do. what's somebody going to do with somebody's voice? I mean, well, you I can cut know. it up, and I mean, if you can make it, you know, if you've got the yeah, artificial intelligence that can make it say, read L. Frank Baum's The Wizard of Oz, then you could make it read about anything or mm-hmm. say about anything. But theoretically, you could already do that now. I mean, you can. I mean, so it's just this. We, yeah, I don't know. I'm it, I'm I'm fine with this. This doesn't. It travels a lot faster, you know. There's just because data travels at the speed of light. Now it can happen. The vulnerability or the potential goes much higher when um, I, I'm the person who, when you get a telemarketer, they want you to say yes to things. I will refuse to say yes mm-hmm. because then I think, well, once they've got me saying yes to something, then they mm-hmm. can make me say yes to anything. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'll say things like that's correct or understood or you know like i see what you're trying to do you're trying to you're trying you to try to pull me. a fast one on them i'm trying i'm trying to outsmart the yeah stay one step ahead of the criminals a woman has cleaned her salad greens in her washing machine so let us think about this one for a moment um well let's tick I'm going to just let that one. TikTok mm. user Ashley Eccles. You heard that silence, right? Hack may fall into a controversial clean routine in which she washes green vegetables in her washing machine on the delicate cycle. So she has one of those, instead of being the plastic, does she have one of those chrome, like those stainless steel tubs? Yeah, so I don't know if this makes it any better or worse, but it looks like a giant colander. And she's got her lettuce in there, and she puts it in the washing machine, and she puts it on the delicate cycle, and she runs it, and then Does she that's have that. multiple washing machines? If she only uses this one for that, okay, maybe. In the 11-second video. I can't imagine she would spend that much money on it. I mean, washer and dryer. People spend money because they have Pretty lazy. It's a a lazy move. It it is a lazy move. Uh, Green leaves. She turns it on a 55-minute delicate cycle. Well, that's some. You could wash your lettuce in fifty-five seconds if you would just, you know, mm-hmm. do it. Huh. Does she put some a Tide Pod in there too? <laughs> Probably. It doesn't really say. Uh, Ashley Eccles seven 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 on TikTok. If you'd like to, no thanks to look her up. She says somebody Probably said, washes her dis- dishes in the bathtub or something. Think about all the dirty clothes that's been in there. Uh, the greens could damage the machine. Another person pointed out. Another person said, my grandma Martha did this, and we got food poisoning for weeks. I stopped (laughs) eating green vegetables. And then someone else said, there's a lot of residual soap left in washers. And, yes, I would imagine imagine that there are, but, you know, no no slowing her down. 
If it makes her happy, then it makes her happy. I mean, she may have to buy a new washing machine out of it, or she may have food poisoning for weeks. But if it doesn't work out, well, she'll have a lesson learned, and maybe she, she won't. But maybe she didn't she won't have to take the again. time to wash it by hand. That's right. She used 55 minutes worth of water. <laughs> a woman covers her entire toilet seat in chia seeds to create the world's most awesome chia crapper. If you've seen a toilet that looks a lot like a chia pet pop up on your social media feeds, you are not dreaming. Ali Spagnolia of the L.A.-based digital creator digital creator and artist found herself with 30 leftover pounds of chia seed. So she did what anyone would do in that situation. She covered her toilet with it and made it into a porcelain chia pet and created a work of art How'd... to use in her home. The... Do you sit on, I mean, like when you got to do the business? I think this is a looking piece, Sam. I think she probably (laughs) has decided she was going to. The one lady has an extra washing machine and this lady has an extra toilet? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if she talks to Ashley Eccles 777 and she has leftover chia seeds, she might be able to make a chia chia washing machine. So you keep on going. But I don't know. I mean. Is this worse than Uncle Cy from Duck Dynasty? No, it's all about the same to me. You know, if you got chia seeds, well, just cover them up. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. Today's water cooler question: Your chance to win coming right up here on In the Know. Did you know more boys are born during the day, more girls are born at night? So of all the births, the ones that happen during the day, more of them are boys. The ones that happen at night are girls. What time was Tay born? 10.53 a.m. 4.27 a.m. You were 4.27 a.m.? Three-something in the afternoon. I think I was was an evening baby. I was an early, early morning. I think like 7. Does that make? I don't know why. I mean, I would just say. I mean, I know the the tides. You know, the lunar activity has influence on a you know whole lot of things. But that would think that would be universal. That wouldn't be like gender specific. But there you go. So that bears out. Here's today's water cooler question. It's your chance to win. If you've not won in the last thirty days and you're eighteen years of age or older, you qualify to win. The um, you will text your answer to two seven zero two five nine six thousand. Text your answer to two seven zero two five nine six thousand. So here it is: a survey. In a survey, people were asked. People said fish was their number one favorite food that they can't stand to eat in the morning. Fish was listed as a person's favorite food. They can't stomach in the morning what food was number two. Of what could be people's favorite food to eat, fish was the one they can't stomach in the morning listed the most. What food was listed second? Gosh. (laughs) Of all the favorite foods that people could offer, fish was number one. The one that they couldn't eat in the morning. But what was the second most offered food? Trying to be as direct as possible, but Google proof. Uh Y'all be cheating. No, right? We're not stupid. (laughs) That's no fun. No, right? We don't cheat in here, and we're trying to see if we can get it right. Oh, it's my cousin's phone. <laughs> uh, 
today's movie premieres. Elvis. Heard one very good. Five. Really? Yeah. So you got must have from an Elvis fan. Got a, got a sneak peek. Yes, I did. Well, I, I read a review from uh, the Daily News's movie critic. Gotcha. Austin Butler, Tom Hanks, Olivia De Jong, and then also a horror film called The Black Phone is out. That's Mason Timms, Ethan Hawke, Madeline McGraw, and Jeremy Davies. Those are the two movies that are premiering at the cinema this weekend. Let's see. One, scroll, 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 scroll. Scroll, 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 scroll. Nope, not yet. I've got nothing. I started with one, but it's broad. Yeah? I... Well... Oh, wait a minute. I scrolled. Yeah, we got one. All right. The right answer? I'll tell you just a minute. Yeah, we should. Oh. Yeah. Uh, what else? Titanic Remastered is set for a theatrical release for Valentine's Day in 2023 to celebrate the 25th anniversary of James Cameron's Titanic. The multiple Oscar winner and box office phenomenon has been set for a fresh theatrical release just in time for Valentine's Day next year. A remastered version will be available in cinemas in 3D, 4K, HDR, and high frame rate, with Disney releasing internationally beginning February 10, 2023. I'm the king of the world! Sam, did um, your parents give up on the idea of Adele seeing Adele in Las Vegas? Are they still... Did they have tickets to see Adele? No, I was in the... In the line, and but I, I thought maybe they went later, uh-uh. and no, they did not. No, no, they were. I mean, yeah, no, they were really, really, really expensive. Well, I think like the cheapest tickets you were looking to drop at at least two grand. So you haven't heard anything about that in a while about Adele's Vegas uh-huh. residency, and my guess is that's because there's litigation going on. Like there's there's some reason that you've not mm-hmm. heard anything about it recently when she suddenly pulled the plug on Caesar's Forum. She has announced, however, a new all-female bill in Hyde Park in the United Kingdom that will feature her, Casey Musgraves, Gabrielle, and others, other women. It's an all-female bill. Uh, Chrissy, Bonnie Kimplay, Rudy, I think some of these people are United Kingdom artists that maybe we don't know. So she is resuming some live performances, but they're mm-hmm. not in Las Vegas, so I don't know. I don't know what to what to make of that taylor swift is releasing a new song called carolina then it is from the movie where the crawdads sing so i will presume Aww. where the crawdads sing is coming out uh this summer at some point in time so i guess i'll have to suffer through I've that i've heard the song yeah it's worth seeing mm-hmm. worth seeing the movie and then arch manning breaks away from uh, his familial hierarchy that's uh, peyton and eli's nephew and is does he though uh, what does he break away though? Well, I mean, I mean he, he's, he, going, he's still going to the SEC. Well, there he went. He went out of the SEC to come to the SEC. Is yeah, that was, more I of mean, a I was gonna, understanding? He'll eventually be there. Um, maybe I'd be field. curious to know. You know, you're not allowed to talk about NIL deals until a kid, then, a kid a, gets on red, campus. This, this kid doesn't need any money. Like he gets. Like, I mean, the Manning's got money coming out of there every. You know, it's just I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Six four three two, new spaghetti first. Six four three two, oh, yeah. new spaghetti there. was first. There you oh, go. Look at you. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the week here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today.
Would you rather be 80 years old forever or five years old forever? Five years old. Would you rather be 80 years old? Aww, I think 80. I mean, Alaya is five, 80. right? No, she's six. Okay, well, so she's... But, yeah. Um, I mean, it's such an innocent age. But forever? And, I mean, 80 if in good health and had my mind. I first said five, and then I was like, no, but wait a minute. Miss- it was too easy. That's right. I thought, it's too easy to go. Like, five seems the obvious. Like, oh, oh five. Because it is off from a mortality, but I don't know. There's so much, so many things I didn't know at five well, that I, mean, I wouldn't know. Of course, I wouldn't know I didn't know. But that's true. You, there's also a lot of things you know that you wish you didn't know that you wouldn't know if yeah, you were five. But, I mean, I think about us. I think about our kids. I think about you know. I did. Uh, she said uh, earlier this week. She said back when I was five. Back when, yeah. And I said, <laughs> uh, in fact, the day that. That she said it. I said, you mean two months ago? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Back when I was yeah, five. Back two, when I was five. I said two months ago? Mm-hmm. The NHL playoffs are on tonight. Stanley Cup game, uh, Stanley Cup final game five. Tampa Bay at Colorado. CBS season finale of Come Dance With Me. The 49th annual Daytime Emmy Awards are on CBS tonight. Boy, when they're hiding. On a Friday night? When they're hiding award shows on a Friday night, you know award shows have really come a long way michael bolton's gonna perform i know everybody's excited about that the great american recipe is on pbs tonight series premiere tomorrow night the premiere on a and e of something called first blood sunday night on amc something called dark winds sounds like a real riveting <laughs> educa- uh, entertainment weekend it's a good on, summer weekend it sounds on like the old tube yeah you might as well go out into the woods and just camp or something all week because you won't be missing anything on tv today's highlight in history this date in 1497 the first recorded signing of north america by a european took place as explorer john cabot spotted land probably in present-day canada in 1509 henry the eighth was crowned king of england his wife Catherine of aragon was crowned queen consort it didn't go so well for her. No, no, didn't. Or the next uh, one. Came to an untimely or the one after end. That. Vice President Aaron Burr was indicted on charges of treason and a high misdemeanor this date in 1807. He was later acquitted, sir. Duels. In Weehawken. Space Shuttle Challenger carrying Sally Ride, America's first woman in space, coasted to a safe landing at Edwards Air Force Base in California. California. This date in 1983. And this is the one-year anniversary of that condominium collapse down in Surfside, Florida. I was seeing this morning, there were only three people that survived that collapse. Two of them were from the same dwelling, and one of them was a young lady and kind of showed her journey over the last year going through rehab and trying to walk again. And all that's really kind of a remarkable story. Yeah, I didn't think it had already been a year. Birthdays today, rock musician Jeff Beck is 78, Mick Fleetwood is 75, Saida Garrett is 62. She had that successful uh, hit single, Can't Stop, I Just Can't Stop Loving You with Michael Jackson. Mindy Kaling is 43 today, and Solange Knowles is 36. Is Mindy Kaling from The Office? Yeah, she's Kelly Kapoor. Yeah. Oh, 
Okay. Jack Dempsey, gone but not forgotten. Jack Dempsey in 1895, Chuck Taylor in 1901, Al Molinaro in 1919. He played Big Al on <laughs> Happy Days. Monday, Tuesday, Happy Days. Chart toppers. Let's go to 1956. And uh, Nervous Norvis. <laughs> I've got nor- Nervous Norvis's doing, greatest Please. hits on my, I, I'm on my iPod. There's a little nervous vehicle in there. Was that a red stop sign? <laughs> it's called Transfusion. 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 I'm just a solid mess of contusions. Never, never, never gonna speed again. Slip the blood to me, bud. I jump in my rod about a quarter to nine. I gotta make a date with that chick of mine. I cross the center line. Man, you gotta make time. Oh, Sound effects and everything, too. Uh, just. And I thought it was in 2022 that they would let anybody make a record. <laughs> well, I've heard worse. Nervous Norvis must have been the president of the record company's nephew or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's surely how it worked. 1965, The Four Tops, number one. You can song. Good one. Let's go. Let's flash forward to 1974 and try and call upon Bo Donaldson and the Haywood. Billy, don't be a hero. Another big story song. Wonder if Billy's going to get a transfusion. I don't know that I know this one. Kind of curious to know what happened, but I'm kind of miserable. I don't know that I've ever heard that. It's not terrible. What if Nervous Norvis, he was driving his rod, his hot rod, down the road that he crossed the center line. What if he was driving it down the street that you know as Electric Avenue? I was wondering where you were going with that. That makes sense. I thought he was going to hit the hero. Hiya. What if Nervous Norvis's fiance looked like one of those rap guys' girlfriends? One of those rap guys' girlfriends. <laughs> Oh, dear. That's a funny line. Rap guy's girlfriend. Drops of Jupiter. Number one from Train this day. 21 years ago. Cool John Calipari for you here. He's a big Train guy. He is. He likes Pat Moynihan. Uh, Hey Soul Sister is apparently his favorite song of all time. All right. All right. I like Hey Soul Sister. Apparently that's on the the John Calipari recruiting playlist. Pulls out all the stops. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I'm sure the kids love it. Airplane. B.O.B. and Haley Williams. Number one. 
12 years ago today. No uh, Paramore in there, I guess. See, there's a lot of a lot of B.O.B. Uh-huh. Not mm-hmm. so much on the uh, on the Haley Williams part. And then Billie Eilish, number one, bad guy, three years ago today. Your chart topic for today. MB's pearl of wisdom goes something like this: one of those rap guys' girlfriends. <laughs> MB's pearl of wisdom for today: doing what you like is freedom. Liking what you do is happiness. Doing what you like is freedom. Liking what you do is happiness. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, Jimmy MB, and now you're in the know.